Your Faith. You're listening to What Your Faith Can Do, a message from Brother Jerry Burton. We hope that today's message blesses and encourages you as you go through your day. Let's, uh, let's say a prayer over this remaining portion of this service. Precious Father, we come before you right now in Jesus' name. I want to give you thanks, God, for your goodness and your mercy which endureth forever. Father, I know that you've anointed us today, God. Help us to walk in the anointing today, God. Help us to have liberty and let everything that come forth upbuild the faith of your people today, God. Encourage your people and help us to realize, Lord, that we're not alone. Hallelujah. We ask it all by faith in Jesus' name. Why don't you shout it? Amen. You may be seated if you possibly can. Amen. Before we get started, I'm going to ask you all to do something. I want you to say, Jesus loves me. Now, let's say it one more time. Jesus loves me. This I know. All right. Sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we're walking in this world, this wilderness, and we forget Jesus loves us. He does. I read this on Facebook earlier. Just somebody put a simple message out. Jesus loves me. I had a... I had a car battery blow up on me back in the late 80s. And it about took my left eye out. about took the vision out of it. And the church I was going to, all, all I remember was being in the ER. And my church family came. I don't know how they got there, who contacted them, but I just know that I kind of woke up. And there was about 30 hands laying on me and they were praying. And then this child, I'll never forget, this little, this little baby came up and she started singing, Jesus loves me. This I know. Man, my eyes were all bandaged up and I couldn't cry. <laughs> I'm not a crier. I don't cry hardly. But it made me want to squall out. Because this little baby was, God used this child to remind me, Jesus loves me. In a, in a place where I need to know that He loves me. And I'm thankful for that today. Every time I think of that, I, I think of that baby singing to me. So when you're going through troubles and trials, and you think nobody cares, Jesus loves you. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. Amen. Aren't you glad today? You're not by yourself. Amen. He loves you. Amen. We're, not, we're going to try to... Uh, Follow the direction of the Lord this morning, and we are going to talk a little bit about what your faith can do. Not going to talk about what the pastor's faith can do. Not going to talk about what Brother Jerry's faith can do, or your mom's, or your dad's, or your brother's, or your sister's. Going to talk about what your faith can do. Listen, you've been endued with power from on high, and God's given you faith. Everybody's been dealt a measure of faith today, and you might be sitting here feeling like you're the weakest link today like you're the one that, that doesn't have nothing I'm here to encourage you you're probably the strongest one here today amen God uses small things God uses things in a powerful way reminds me of the the, the parable of the seed of the mustard seed seen something else on Facebook man I, it just struck fire with me and somebody said I've got a mustard seed and I'm not afraid to use it <laughs> 
That's the way we ought to be. We ought to be right on that thing. Hey, I might not got much, but I got a mustard seed, brother, and I'm willing to use this thing. We are locked and loaded today. Amen. We want to use it today. In Hebrews 11.1, 1, we want to start off with this verse. And it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith are things that we're hoping for today. I'm hoping to see heaven one day. How about you? Hoping to see loved ones over on the other side. Hoping to see healing. Amen. Hoping to see baptism in the Holy Ghost. Hoping to see some miracles happen today. Hallelujah. That can happen today. We're not promised tomorrow. Tomorrow might not come. Yesterday's done, gone. Don't want to live in the past. We're looking about today. What's going to happen today? Amen. So faith cometh by hearing today. we got to hear the Word of God. And it will increase your faith today. Every time you step into these doors, open your ears. You, I'm telling you, your faith can be changed today and can be elevated today and you could become the key that unlocks a lot of things by just simply shutting your pie hole and opening your ears and listening. Amen. Amen. Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. We cannot please God unless we do it by faith. Impossible. If you're trying to please God through the way you dress, by the way you walk, by the way you conduct yourselves, and don't get me wrong, that's all important. We need to conduct ourselves in a Christ-like manner. But that's not what we're getting at. We, gotta do, we're, we should be doing that by faith. That's our faith. That's our works with faith by faith when we do things like that but that's us trying to illuminate or let God shine through us but it's not through our works we can't buy our way through it we can't give enough money away to make things better we can't impress God with our personalities or anything like that he's not he's not impressed with what we are he's not like man you know you get around somebody and they start giving you things and stuff all because all of a sudden they become your favorite person and then when the give stop then they're the least likely person or somebody gives you criticisms i found out a long time ago that it's it's a good thing when people criticize you a lot of times and that's hard to hear when somebody tells you the truth that means they love you a lot they're not willing to hold back and, and not worry about hurting your feelings if they just tell you hey if it's the truth and they tell you it's to help you but if we can take that correct take that in a right way and we can change through that criticism and be better. Amen? He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. How hard are you looking for God today? How, how diligent are you when you're looking at Him? I lost my keys a long time ago, a while back ago, and I looked and looked and looked. You ever look for something and just give up? Yeah, I have to. But I couldn't give up on the keys. <laughs> I needed the keys. I only said I had to the car, I had to have them. But I gave up anyhow because I got frustrated and aggravated and couldn't find them. And then the Lord told me to look again. And I looked in a place where I looked before. Have you ever found something like that? That you found something where you already looked ten times? And it's like, boom, it's there. It's like, how's these get here? I've done looked here once. Who put who put them there? Thinking thinking somebody's messing with you and putting stuff there after you looked. And it just goes to show you, we can get blinded to things. 
things will blind you out. We're looking so hard and we get we kind of get lost a little bit. But we need to diligently seek God's face. We do this through prayer. We do this through fasting. We do this through reading of his word, through the hearing of his word. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing of the word of God. We need to pray and we need to, and we need to read and we need to study, but you need to hear the word of God. Because once you hear it, it comes in this ear and goes in and starts falling on some kind of ground that you've got there. It's either good or bad. It's got to find some good ground somewhere so it can get watered and start growing. But you've got to hear the word of God. I've always tell people it's good to read out loud. That way at least you're hearing yourself. Now you're hearing, hey, you're hearing the word of God. And it helps increase. I mean, sometimes you can hear something. Sometimes we hear and we don't hear. I get accused of that all the time. <laughs> I told you. No, okay. Romans 12 and 3. For I say, for I say, through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than we ought to. Ought to think. I'll let that sink in a little bit. Don't think more of yourself. We ain't nothing. We're just lump of clay. But to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. We all have a measure of faith today. I'm not talking about the pastor's faith. I'm not talking about mine or your brothers or your sisters. We're talking about what your faith can do. You got faith today. Who believes that today? You got faith today. Amen. We got faith. It's what we do with this faith is what matters. It's what we do when we hear something. It's how we react to it. What we do with what we're dealt, what we're giving with. Every action that goes on causes a reaction. And sometimes when things happen, 90% of it is because of our reaction. Somebody can give you a bitter, hard word, bitter criticism, and we can respond to that in a bad, negative way. We can just boom, 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 give it right back instead of reacting to it in a good way. In a godly manner. Let, let God give you some direction. And it's hard to do. It's hard. Hard for me. <laughs> hard for me to receive it sometimes. But sometimes you got to shut up a little bit and listen. And listen to what they're trying to tell you. Because sometimes we don't prioritize enough and let God talk to us and tell us. I want to go back to, or I'm sorry, I want to go to Matthew 8, verse 8. I was going to skip that one there, sister. Matthew 8. We'll get to it in a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about a story here or a parable that, that Jesus was talking to these people in Capernaum. Matthew 8, starting with verse 5. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him. I could relate to this guy. I could just, maybe it's the way I was grown up. Maybe grew up in a big family. and I don't know. It's, I, can, I can relate to this cat. I know kind of feel like I can be with him right here, just back and forth a little bit, understand what he's going through. And saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. So Jesus is making an effort here, telling him, I'm going to come to your house. So this guy has gone to Jesus. He's in, he's in the army. He's, he's a centurion. And he's wanting him to come. He's wanting Jesus to come do something for him. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. How many ever feel that way? You don't feel worthy. We do that, don't we? We feel like we're just, we're not worthy. We, we feel like we're just so bad and so horrible 
and we're not, you know, it's mostly up here. <laughs> between between the two ears, that's where we have a lot of our trouble. And we feel like we are just so unworthy. And that, that hinders our faith. Because when you start thinking that way, I am unworthy. It's not by the works that I've done to make me worthy. It's our faith. It's what your faith can do. He died on a cross for you. He spilt his life's blood for you. And it wasn't in vain. He knew you was worth dying for. He saw something worth dying for. Aren't you glad today? He saw something worth dying for out of this mess today. He loves us. Jesus loves me. This I know. Amen. And when he died, he made us worthy. It's not anything that we're doing to earn it. It's just because we become his children. You people with children out there, you know that your children are precious to you. I mean, you, you'll walk through the fire for them. You want to provide the best you can for them. You'll do things, make their life better than your life was. It's because you have an unmerited love for them. They have such a favor in your eyes and sight that you want to do things for them, even when they mess up. Anybody here got perfect children? No. No, no, we do not. And, but we love them anyhow, don't we? Me and my wife weren't blessed to have children. I love being around kids. They got a different way of looking at things. They do. We've had our niece for the last two days, and I tell you, it's been nice. She, she's got her own imagination. I love how she's got, she, she was a lonely child for a long time, and she's got two siblings now, but they're babies. Man, she can just go out there and just create a conversation and start talking and just having a good time by herself. But man, I was like that when I was little. I was I'd talk like that, and I had brothers and sisters around me. I didn't want around them. I created my own world. But it, it's it's just something. It's just something like it. The centurion answered and said, "Lo, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed." Speak the word only. Take him at his word. Use faith today and take him at his word. What your faith can do today is take this word that you read and that you hear and you can apply it to your daily life. No matter if nobody else in this house does, you can. And you can take that word and change your world upside down. You can change your circumstances. You can even change people around you because of what this word says. And it's literally taking him at his word. Speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, Go, and he goeth. And to another, Come, and he cometh. And to my servant, Do this, and he doth that. To me, I, I, get, I get that. When you, are, when you work or you do something like that, and your boss tells you to do something, if you're a good employee, you'll do it. If you want to stay there very long, you'll just do it. They don't have to beg you. They don't have to get stay on you. You just do what you're told. Follow the rules. Just do what's expected out of you. And I'll tell you, there's a blessing tied to that. That's simple childlike faith. That's works with your faith. That's you working your faith out. by just taking him at his word. He said that he was going to speak the word only. This man just took and said, that's good enough for me. Good enough for me because I've got life experience here. I can do this and tell this guy to do it, and he'll do it. I expect him to do it. I expect to go back if I tell them to take the garbage out 
I come back and expect the garbage can to be empty. Amen? Shouldn't be a question about it. Should be done. No, no reason. I met people and worked with people before. They'll give you 99 and a half reasons why it's not done. Spend 30 minutes trying to explain to you why the task is not completed. I don't care why it's not completed. I just see it's not done. Asking you to do something, just do it. It's what God's doing with his word. Just do it. Just take the word and run with it. Hallelujah. Walk in that today. Just do it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that, uh, that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have found not, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Man, that shook me when I read that. I thought, I do that all the time with just in, in, in the world. I tell somebody to do something, I expect it to be done. If I tell somebody to do something and they don't do it, then I mark that person as a liar. <laughs> hey, black and white with you. If I tell you to do something and, and I don't do it, I'm not telling the truth, am I? We need to be faithful. And we need to do what we say we're going to do. If you're going to do something, you're going to tell somebody to do it, then do it. We make promises all the time, and we need to follow through with the with the with what we're saying, what we're telling people we're going to do. It makes us credible, and it makes us faithful, and it makes us accountable. Amen. But God God is accountable. He's, he's accountable to himself, and he's accountable to his word. If you can read this word, and you can pray this word back to him, bring in him in remembrance of his word, I'm here to tell you, he'll honor his word. That's faith. Take, take him at his word today. What your faith can do today, Matthew 8 and 13. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. We have problems a lot of times when we pray for things and it don't come to pass when we expect it to. I do. I mean, I'll just be black and white with you. I do. When I pray, it kind of it'll deflate me. And it, it does something about my faith or for my faith. And then I got to go back and I got to start examining some things. Well, what's wrong? What did I do wrong? First of all, what did I do wrong? What am I not doing? Am I not, not diligently seeking? Am I not praying? Am I not praying enough? Am I not fasting? So there's some things that we got to do when we're, at, we're asking for some big things. And we don't have faith enough hardly to come to church half the time. Amen. We need we need to use our faith. Boy, did I, did I say that out loud? <laughs> Sorry about that. Sometimes it just comes out. Sometimes it just leaks out of there. Got to watch that pie hole. Get me in trouble. But that's what we do sometimes. We got we don't we expect things and we don't have enough faith to get it, and then we get mad and aggravated at God. We do. Don't tell me. Don't tell me y'all have never got mad. I've got mad and aggravated. Thousand wonders he's kept me, Lord, but he loves me. Jesus loves me. This I know. But I'm still here. I'm still here. Sometimes I'll talk to him, and then I'll forget who I'm talking to. But he's not man like me, and I'm glad of that because he knows I'm just dust and dirt. This dirt ball just talking back, and all of a sudden he'll he'll fix this dirt ball and he'll start talking back to me and letting me know where I'm wrong. Aren't you glad he's some constructive criticism? He might send you a scripture tell, showing you what you might not be doing right. Might show you, might have a preacher come in and get all over you. Preach on, stomp your toes real good and hard. And Oh, okay. It is me. It is me. So we need to adjust and, and make things right and repent and, and change. 
Matthew 15, verse, starting with verse 22. This is another portion where this faith is starting to reach out. What your faith can do, what your faith can do. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried out unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. This woman here is not of the same tribe. She don't go to the same church as he goes to. Amen? You ever met people like that? They don't believe like you believe. They go to another place. Amen? But they've got, they got, they got needs today. They need a touch from God. And I'm here to tell you, God honors faith today. If we got faith today, we can ring the bells of heaven today and we can make things happen. If we just line up with God and with His Word and start speaking it. I'm talking, I'm not talking just about blab it and claim it and stuff like that. I'm talking about when you talk the word of God that you got to start believing the word of God. If you believe the word of God, then you start acting on the word of God and you start acting different and, and going different and being different. It's no different when in the world when you first got your job. If you started out at a place before you worked the very first day, they told you how much money you was going to be making, how many hours you're going to be making, all the great benefits you're going to be getting, this and that and the other. And then the next thing you know, you're going around all the neighborhood and everybody and anybody that'll listen, you're telling them about this great job that you just landed. I'm going to start be making this much money. I'm going to be doing this and this and this and getting all these benefits. And we haven't worked one minute for that company. Not one minute. But we believe what those HR people tell us, don't we? We take off running with that. We, we get so involved and we start realizing what a great thing that we got a hold of. Now we're going to a car lot before we work, worked our first day. We're looking at furniture. We're looking at cars. We're looking at anything else that we need or want. And we haven't even worked one day of it. Haven't earned one penny, but we're, our expectation is way up here because they told us you're going to make this much. You're going to be doing this. And then you're able to get this. So, man, we start acting on that, don't we? Why can't we do the Word of God the same way? When He tells us you can do this, you can lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. Amen. Why can't we do that? Amen. Greater works than these, He said, that you'll do. Amen. But it's waiting on us to step out and step out in faith. What your faith can do today. Amen. And behold, a woman of Canaan, we've already we talked about that, and she said, O Lord, Thou son of David, my daughter is grievously vexed with a devil, but he answered her not a word. How many times have you prayed and not heard a word come back? I'm glad I ain't the only one. Amen. Answered her not a word, he says. The Bible says. And his disciples came. Oh, I missed the place here. And he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away. For she crieth after us. They were aggravating them, getting on their nerves. They, they're tired of hearing about it. They're tired of hearing about her daughter. This woman here, don't she don't belong here. She's not a part of us. Why are we even putting up with this? Why do we keep listening to this? Send her away. She's crying after us and aggravating us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the host, but, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. She worshipped him. She just laid it on. She just worshipped him. Sometimes when we want something from God and we're diligently seeking, because that's what this woman was doing. She was diligently seeking 
something from him. She wanted something. And she was told no once. She had other people around her saying, go away. <laughs> we don't want your kind around here. Leave. The door is over here. Just go. But she didn't let that deter her because she had a she had a need. She wanted her daughter to be touched. So she prayed and then she worshipped him. She humbled herself before the Almighty and worshipped him. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. He's telling her no again. No. It's not right for me to give what's for these to you. Calling her even a dog. The Gentiles. Gentiles. We are dogs. <laughs> We're dogs in, in, in their sight. So he's telling her it's not meant to give the, this to the dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord. She agreed with that. You're right. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. I'm here to tell you, you can get a crumb today if it, if you'll seek to, if you'll seek God's face, he'll he'll let a crumb fall off the table. He can feed you today. Just one crumb. Think about that. If a mustard seed will move mountains, what do you think a crumb off the master's table will do? I tell you, it'll 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 do wonders today. You talk about wonder bread, amen. It'll change some things. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. She made a statement. She knew that she wasn't worthy. She knew she didn't belong there. She knew she wasn't of the house of Israel. She was a Canaanite. But she wasn't giving up. And she gave him an answer. Even the dogs. Even the dogs eat of the crumbs under the master's table. She put herself in a place and humbled herself and worshipped him. And it just opened the windows of heaven for her. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that hour, from that very hour. She got what she was seeking for. She got what she was after. Amen. Aren't you glad today? If we just don't give up, if we keep seeking, if we just keep praying, if we diligently seek and don't give up. Oh, we are so easy to give up, aren't we? The enemy comes into your house and takes things from you. He kicks down your door and he steals things from you. He tries to steal your joy. And we are so easily defeated and we let him have it. Man, we sing a song around here about going into the enemy's camp and taking back what's mine. And we need to get serious with that a lot of times. I'm, I don't know about you. I'm tired of being sick and tired, aren't you? Amen. It's not God's will for us to be sick and tired. Amen. God's got blessings for us today, but we need to obtain it. We need to be pursuing it today in Jesus' name. We need to use our faith. It's amazing what your faith can do. It is. It's amazing what your faith. You've got faith today. You can move mountains today. Romans 10 and 8 says, But what saith the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. It's there. It's there when you don't think it's there. It's there. It's up in here even when you don't feel it's there. It's there. You know what the Word tells you. I mean, haven't you ever had a Scripture come to you just out of the blue? Haven't you been struggling and God sends a word of encouragement to you through somebody else or all of a sudden you start thinking back? You have dreams maybe. Anybody here dreaming lately? I've been praying that God will open up dreams to His people. I've been having dreams. My wife's been dreaming. We've been dreaming. And seeing some things. Love for you to start seeing some things. Amen. 
opening up things. But you got to be open to it to let him show you some things. But I'll tell you, he'll send you a word sometimes. He sent me this morning. I was asleep, and it was in a prayer service. I've been back in this prayer room. I'm not sure, but praying. And I think he was showing me I need to get fervent, more fervent with it. Start just get get hot like we do when we're with people that aggravate us. And that guy cuts you off <laughs> when you're driving down the road. Okay, I guess I'm the only one that does that too, huh? All right. See how you all are. Somebody cuts you off and you're like, hey, God bless them. Have a good day. May they be blessed with many red lights before me. <laughs> but we, we need to be fervent. I need to be more fervent. I ain't going to talk to you. I need to be more fervent. I need to be more on fire. Amen. Amen. Amen, Brother Jerry. You do. That's a fact. Anyhow, we need to. The word is there. It's already inside us. We just need to tap into it. Maybe you've been here a while and you feel cold and dead and maybe your bones feel dry. I'm here to encourage you. You've already got something inside you that can change. Sometimes you just need to stir the pot a little bit. Amen. You get the big spoon of faith out and start stirring up and start asking for some big things. Amen. And not only when you start asking for it, I'm talking about start talking about it. Just like when you got your job and how much they're going to pay you. Start going around to some of these faith car lots or something. If God gives you something, gives you a word or a promise, start acting on it and start talking about it. Sometimes we talk ourselves out of what we're supposed to have. We use faith all right, but a lot of times it's in the negative form. It's like negative faith, and we're taking it, taking it away from us. We need to speak the word of life. Speak what God tells you and agree with it. You don't have to feel it. Aren't you glad? It's more than a feeling. You don't have to feel like you've been touched or healed. You just need to line up with Him. If He says, with your stripes I am healed, then that's what we proclaim. Every time I was telling you about when that battery blew up on me. When that thing blew up on me, I was at a, a gas station in Cold Grove. And when that thing popped on me, I was running around with two pockets full of money. I ended up over in a corner somewhere, and they ended up putting me in an ambulance and running me over to King's Daughters. And while I was on my way over there, I kept saying, with his stripes I'm healed. With his, And I was not very old in Christ. But, buddy, I was eating that up like that. And every time they would, they would look at me and they'd say, I'd say, how bad is it? And they'd say, oh, God. <laughs> oh, that didn't sound good. And when they was telling me how bad it was, I kept saying, in, with his stripes I'm healed. With his stripes I'm healed. I couldn't see a thing, didn't feel nothing, was in bad pain. But I just kept speaking that with his stripes. And every time I'd go to the doctor, he kept telling me how I was going to be losing this, not being able to see this, not being able to do this. And I kept telling him, no, in Jesus' name, with his stripes, I'm healed. Man looked at me like I was some kind of weird nut or something because I was proclaiming what the Word of God said. I was lining up with what he said and not what the doctor said. Amen. And that's all you got to do a lot of times. It doesn't make sense a lot of times. We're just doing what the Word tells us to do. My eyes were different after that. I started seeing better. I, I astounded the doctors. He said, you shouldn't see what you're seeing. He told me that this eye was damaged, but I got vision in it, good vision in it. He said, you shouldn't see that. I don't understand why you see what you see. I don't care. <laughs> I can see because God touched me. And sometimes we astound them. They'll try to give you a diagnosis and tell you you got this and that. And a lot of times, when they tell you this, the first thing we ask is, well, how much time do I got left? Like his cat's got an expiration thing that he knows. Well, whatever disease you might have, that gives you 30 days and 16 hours and two seconds. That's all you get. We're cutting you off after that. They don't know. 
They don't know what God wants to do. You might be here with the sickness in your body and it's here that God can get glorified. You might be here so you could be a living testimony. Hallelujah. For the next person that walks in is sick because you came in with what your faith can do and get anointed. Hallelujah. And start talking faith and start being a living testimony before others. Amen. Amen. God can do anything. He can. He can heal anybody. He can raise the dead. I don't want to die to be just to be an example. I don't know about you, but I don't want to fall over and then wake up because so I can be an example. Could happen. I <laughs> hope not, but <laughs> I mean, if I go down, I, I hope I hope it brings me back. But if you don't, I've got a place to go to. Amen. Promised a better place. Might even make me mad if he brought me back. Amen. Born under man wants to die. And after this, the judgment. We've had a person in our church that had passed. I remember Brother Sock talking about uh, Sister Mary Bryant. Went down when Iron had a hospital. The lady died and they called for the pastor. He, he's having a hard time getting there down to Iron, down there to the Iron General. Not that far from here, or used to be. And he got down there, it was too late. And he already had her covered up, waiting on the undertaker. He asked, well, can I go see her anyhow? Sure, it won't do no good. He walks in there, and he said he just felt like God wanted him to pray. He laid his hands on her, prayed, and <gasps> she come back. She come back. She come back. She come. That happened here in Ironton. She came back. God brought her back. And he's not changed one bit. He can do anything. Seen a lot of experiences. Um, talked to a, talked with some brothers about some things that we've seen. I mean, God's real. The devil's real. You can see some things. I'm here to tell you, but you've got power over the enemy today. You do. Romans three and sixteen, and His name through faith in His name hath made this man strong, whom ye see, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by Him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. We all want to see miracles and we all want to see things happen. We want everything to, to go good, but we need to exercise what we have. A lot of times, it's not going to happen unless we use the faith that we have. We go to Buckeye Lake, and I thank God for family camps and everything like that. That's awesome. I've, I've stayed here for years and seen kids go down there, and they was excited to go there because in there. They had made up in their mind, when I go there, I'm going to get the Holy Ghost. Or, and there was no doubt that when they left there and they came back, they was going to have the Holy Ghost. Their expectation was, when I go there, I'm going to get the Holy Ghost. And I thought, my goodness, if we could have that, that kind of expectation when I say, when I walk up front, I'm going to get the Holy Ghost. When I walk up front and get prayed for, I'm going to get healed. When I do and have that expectation, you got to expect God to do something. I'm afraid a lot of times we're getting what we're expecting. Nothing. We're just walking out the same way we came in. We need to change our stinking thinking and let God help us today. Amen. We're almost there. James 2, starting with verse 17. Even so faith, if it had not works, is dead being alone you've got to exercise when you have faith you've got to be doing something 
When you got dressed this morning and you came into this house, you're exercising your faith. You were believing it. You were working your faith. I'm going to church to hear God's word. I'm going to church to worship. You didn't know if his place was even standing when you put your key in your car this morning. place could have been gone. Could have went up and smoked. But you're here. So you had intent, you had purpose, and you had expectations. I'm going to church. I'm going to see, I'm going to see everybody. So we, that's a part of our works. So this is, to me, this is the easy part. Just getting here, being here, praying. But then when the rubber meets the road, you need to start talking it, start living it, and start acting it. I believe God's coming after me. Can I do? about you? You believe he's coming after you? You believe we're in the last days? Really, do you? Do you believe we're in the last days? We are. We're in the last days. But we need to get fervent. We need to get hot. He's talking about revivals in July. Well, if July don't make it here. What if it don't make, what if we don't have a July this year? What if we're out of here before July? Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be awesome. I plan on being, you know, if, if God don't come and get me, yeah, I'll be here. But who knows? Who knows what? So we're only get it. We're only promised today. You know, we, we got today, not promised it tomorrow. So we need to take advantage of today, not worry about tomorrow. Yea, a man may say, "Thou hast faith, and I have works." Shew me thy faith without thy works, and I will shew you my, shew thee my faith by my works. It's the better way to do it. You can show them your faith by your works. When you're coming up and you're doing things, I have this because. This, I'm doing this because, just like the uh, sign-up sheets downstairs. That's a work of faith. You're going to sign up to be a bus driver. You know how many people we're bringing to church on the bus right now? Zero. Goose egg. So you're going to sign up for a job that's not existed right now. We've got a bus. Got new tires on it. Battery, got a good battery in it. Got been tuned up, ready to roll. Now we need a bus driver. I believe that God's going to supply people to get on that bus so we can go down and get them and bring them to church. I do. I believe that. We purchased that bus brand new. I don't know why. I can't remember what year it is, but we bought that thing brand new. This church did. And we had a purpose for that bus. And when we first got that bus, it was fulfilling its purpose. That thing's been sitting idle and dormant. For a good while here lately. We've been using it for our own personal things to go to rallies and things, and that's good. But it was bought to go get people and bring them to church. Go get young people, babies, help our Sunday school grow, to bring people that don't have a way here, to bring them here so they can be with us. That's a work of faith. Every time you sign up on a thing downstairs, you're you're exercising your faith. I want to encourage you to Exercise your faith. Amen. I want to end with this right here. Matthew chapter 17. I gave him this earlier. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? There was a there was another parent and they had a child. Well, God bless them parents. <laughs> God bless them parents. They had a child, and this child, the Bible called it a lunatic, said it was running throwing itself into the fire. 
These people didn't give up on this baby. They loved this baby. It was still their baby, still their child, still their investment. And they were going to do everything that they physically and spiritually could to save it. So they brought it to the disciples. They took the first step and they just got it into the sanctuary. They brought it, they brought it into the vestibule of the church and brought it in and seeing what could happen. Well, these guys here couldn't do nothing. They could not get that thing to leave that baby's body, its mind, the spirit that got a hold of it. These disciples, and it made them mad. Aggravates me. It made me. I, could, I can relate to this too because here we are praying for things and it's not happening the way we want to see it happen. I don't know about you, but that frustrates me. I don't want to. It's like trying to eat right and not losing no weight. What's the purpose in it if you're trying to eat right and exercise and you haven't changed an ounce in your body? You ain't going to do that very long. Ain't nobody going to. We get frustrated and go to McDonald's. I ain't doing that no more. I can, we'll just go get, we'll go see the clown up here and get us something. <laughs> oh, that's another story. I shouldn't even talk like that. Anyhow, Matthew, then it says, then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, why could not we cast him out? There was a spirit on him, spirit in him, spirit in that child. And the disciples seen it done over and over and over. We've got a new pastor, man of God. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad he is? He's a man of God. That man can lay hands on people and they receive the Holy Ghost. He can lay hands on people and they get, they get healed. That's his faith. What about your faith? What can your faith do? You, you know you're allowed to do the same thing? You, you are allowed to lay hands on the sick. You can pray for any. You don't have to be in this building. You can do it outside the building. You can do it at the grocery store, at Walmart, at a car wash. It don't matter. You can be talking with somebody and you can tell. When people are talking to you and they start getting broken up, the, the ground starts getting rich where you can start sowing seed. Haven't you ever talked to somebody and they start talking about church a little bit and all of a sudden they get that, that, that crying thing going on a little bit and, well, I know. I used to go. I know where I need to be. Man, they're opening the door for you to step in and say, you know what? We've got a new pastor. We got plenty of room here for you. We've even got a bus. Amen. We're coming to get you. Hallelujah. We've got ways where we can bring people in, but we need to be sensitive to his voice and, and reach out and just use our faith just a little bit. You're a soul winner today. Believe it or not, everyone that I'm looking at today, you're a soul winner. Every one of us have, has an experience that you can share with people, people like-minded that you can bring to God. Because they're a lot like us, aren't they? They think that they're they're unworthy. They're not worth saving. He saw something in us worth saving. Amen. Aren't you glad today? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If, I-F, if, ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed. Anybody got a mustard seed today? Are you... I got a mustard seed today and I, I ain't afraid to use it today. Amen. About ready to throw that thing out. We're going to clear out some space here today. He says, if we have the faith of a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place 
and it shall remove and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Think about that. Nothing, nothing shall be impossible unto you. But there's a catch. Howbeit, this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. If you're wanting to see the power of God work in your life and you're not praying and you're not fasting, I'm here to, I'm here to tell you, this probably not going to work for you. This seed that you got is going to lay dormant. You need to use, you need to start working, using that faith, work in that faith. We've got to pray. We have a prayer room, a prayer chapel. We've got a prayer chapel back here in the corner. It's open at, on Sunday mornings from 1015 to 1045. If you have not been in the prayer chapel, I encourage you to come. Brother, I can't pray 30 minutes. You don't have to. Just come and be in it. Even if you can't say two words of prayer, come and just sit amongst it. Just be there a little bit. Maybe you can only... I like what you said, brother, about paying, paying the, the tithe. The tithes. I like that. And when you, you start out small... He started faith. That was faith. That's all that was. That was that was a work of faith. Same way with prayer. Nobody's going to ask you to pray a half hour. They're just going to say, just come and pray. You might have three words and that'd be all you need to pray. You're done. Pray. Come and pray. But I'm here to encourage you. The more you pray, the more you're going to want to pray. The more things you're going to find that you need to pray about. Things are going to start coming and rolling to you that you're going to realize, hey, I need to pray. And it'll start coming out of your mouth before you know it and you're praying and changing things. Why don't we stand to our feet? Fasting. I don't look like a faster. <laughs> My pastor is a faster. <laughs> I've been fasting a lot lately. I have been. I'll be honest with you. I have been praying and fasting. And the more I find, and it's hard for a big guy to fast. But the more I fast, the more I find myself, I need to dedicate myself more to fasting. And I have been. I've been praying and fasting more. And I'll tell you what, I've been seeing a difference. If it don't help nobody around me, it helps Brother Jerry. And if it helps me, then it's going to affect other people because it makes me smoother and better and happier. And I'd rather be around happier people than aggravated people, wouldn't you? Amen. Fast and pray, amen. I challenge you to fast this week. Pick your day. Don't pick your time. Even if you can't fast all day, pick your meal. Better yet, fast your phones. Amen. You won't get down to the black and white nitty-gritty of it. Stay off Facebook for a while. Stay off your media for a little bit. You want to fast. Well, I can't fast food. Well, fast that. We'll see what things start changing in your life. I'm here to tell you. Let's sing today, brother. We're going to open up the altars today. If you're here today and you want to exercise your faith, I'm going to encourage you to come on up. And we're going to pray the prayer of faith. If you're sick here today, we're going to pray God touch and heal you. If you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, you come on the right day at the right time. The altars are open. Why don't you come on up? Amen. Let's pray. Thanks for joining with us today. Be sure to check us out online at greaterfaith.church or find us on Facebook by searching My Greater Faith. There you can watch this sermon and others as well as live stream all available services. 
If you like what you heard today, be sure to follow our podcast for new sermons and Bible studies as they become available. Greater Faith. Everyone's welcome. Nobody's perfect. And anything's possible.